What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Devil's Advocates. I'm your host today, Andrew, alongside Jake and BP. Um, guys, what's going on? We are recording our last episode before the regular season starts, so I am absolutely jacked up right now. Let's go, boys. Yeah, uh, Devil's Hockey is on the way. Let's, uh, I, I can't wait. I'm actually going. I uh, think at the end of last episode, I did not think so. And I literally got a message right after that from a buddy who was like, hey, I got a ticket. So I'm going to be there. I uh, might meet up with a few people, it sounds like, get drinks early. So uh, let us know if you're going to be there. Yeah, Hold on. Thanks. Might meet up with a few people. Yeah. We're going to be there. You are definitely meeting up with many people. Mm, we'll see how early I get there. Yeah. I'm an early in the seat guy. Yeah, I don't know what time I'm going to be heading down, but I'll, I'm going to try to get there around like 5 o'clock, hit up reds, the usual. Whoa. Oh, okay. We're going to have our first uh, argument oh. of the episode then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. We're, we're going to have a drink at American Whiskey together. Is that a hashtag ad? Yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a free ad for American Whiskey here. Uh, yeah, no, we should all go to American Whiskey and have a Devil's Advocates drink together before going inside. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not taking no for an answer here. I'm not opposed. But yeah, I think all five of us are going to be there. Us three, JP, mm -hmm. and Dan, yeah. Yeah, I can almost guarantee I will have to be a bar hopper. Uh, I'll, I'll say that if I had to pick on name alone, even though I've been to Reds multiple times, I would instinctually go to a place called American Whiskey purely because of whiskey's in the name. Yeah. yeah you're but, but I will definitely be at Reds too. So, Is American Whiskey the next the next establishment over? Because I know Reds is down yeah. a little alleyway, but I've never been into American Whiskey before. Yeah, it's, it's literally two doors down with um, like an apartment lobby between them. So it's the two like storefronts next to each other. But... For those of you that have not been to a game recently, uh, they do shut down that street now. Um, so they put tables outside, both Reds and American Whiskey put bars outside. So the whole street is kind of just one unit. Giant. Like, yeah, Giant. It, it just, it's like a block one, party. Block party. <laughs> yeah, it, it's one block party of a crowd. So you, you can grab a drink from either place and kind of just, uh, you know, float around. So, I'm, it, you know, it's pretty easy. Yeah, the only time I venture down further that way, I don't know what direction that is, is when I'm trying to chase down my Uber and try to cut him off so he doesn't have to come. They don't have to come all the way down to the rock, but yeah, dude. Yeah, no, you, you literally can't go down that street anymore. Yeah. They they blockade it off. I actually had a friend one time who is not a huge Devils fan, doesn't go to games, and we went to a game together, and I told him to meet us at American Whiskey, and he parked his car in front of American Whiskey like really really early like hours before game time and we didn't i didn't realize that he did that and he didn't think to tell me because he you know didn't think anything of it and so we you know have our drinks at american whiskey before the game we go into the game have fun at the game we're walking out i'm like hey man like where'd you park like wh how are you getting out of here um you know i was going to grab my train and he's just like oh i parked in front of that bar we you know had a drink at before the game and I was like, hold up. Like, you, you parked in front of it? And he's like, yeah. And we walk over. There are cops on both sides of the street blockading it. His car has a ticket on it already. And <laughs> and so we go up to the cops and we're just like, hey, how can he get out? Like, I understand he wasn't supposed to be there. Sorry. But how I'm do we get out? Pack. You might have heard of me. 
Yeah, no, this is, I mean, not that I would do that anyway, but this is way before Grat <laughs> This was before I was saying that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and the cop literally like looks him dead in the eyes. He was just like, you're not getting this car tonight. Come back in the morning. Oof. And <laughs> so luckily we had a friend that we were with that actually lived like in the area. He was able to go stay overnight and just grab his car in the morning and be a little late to work. But yeah, no, let it be a PSA. Before they block off that street, don't park there because once your car's there and they block it off, it is there. It's not getting out. Yeah, with opening night, it's probably going to be a zoo after the game tomorrow, especially if we win. Or when we yeah, win, not that say. you could even drive on those streets anyway. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what parking garage I was going to stay at. The prices years ago, if you know, going to the game was nice, uh, nice and cheap. And I mean, it's still not that expensive compared to some other places, uh, even considering how uh, hype this season's going to be. But right. years past, I mean, you could get tickets dirt, dirt cheap and parking was even cheaper. Now, it's, it's brutal around the... I got to figure something out. If anyone has any tips on that, please let me know because I, I can't keep paying for parking. I use ParkWiz and get like 20... Parking for like 20 bucks. It's not... I mean, all things considered, not the worst. Well, uh, I would better. definitely... Yeah, 20 is not too bad. Uh I would definitely, you know, prefer to take a train or something in, uh, but based on where I live, it would be, it's a, it's a trek. It's like a 40 minute drive just to a train station, then over an hour on the train. I was going to say there's no Plus, like main line close to you, but yeah, that answers that. Oh, God. God, no, 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 no. So instead I'll do like, I got to pick if I want to pay tolls or not, and then drive an hour 40 up, but yeah, can't wait. Red carpet event, uh, you know, that'd be sick to make it up to, but if not drinks and then. They do that really All the pre-game right? celebrations. What was that? Yeah, the red carpet starts at 4 o'clock. Yeah. It is really early. Because I remember I made that on Jack's uh, debut because I, I was working in the city then and I like had some event and I got out early. So I made my way down there early and I remember again that it was like still light out and the guys were still coming in. They are doing their whole event, but yeah, no, I wasn't sure. But it should be, yeah. it should be exciting. No, no crazy debuts this year, but well, I guess Luke kind of. Did he play? I mean, it, yeah, it's yeah. He, but he had a home game, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He, he can't really, can't really. I yeah, mean, it's plus, the first red uh, carpet. But yeah, no, that part's sick. I mean, I've done it before. I did it Nico's rookie year, uh, Jack, um, PK, obviously. So they were fun. They're awesome. Uh, but I was, I went with my then fiance at the time, so been a while see if i make it but the drinks will be good and we're playing um the detroit, detroit red wings yeah yeah we're back to back we're tomorrow and friday home games uh do we want to i have a little couple notes here from last night i don't know if we want to touch on any of the games last night or we can just jump right in i'm good either uh bedard looked yeah. good for a rookie coming in and i mean he basically dominated everything for chicago chicago looked surprisingly competent and pittsburgh, <laughs> pittsburgh looked surprisingly but not kind of so surprisingly old they and just slow and not very good yeah. they kind of got their show run and ryan graves did not have the the best debut possible for pittsburgh tampa nashville was kind to me in fantasy <laughs> was it? Oh, it was I not had, you have hegel not to me i had uc sorrows oh no, good. <laughs> no, but um, the only thing I think is, like, really noteworthy from the opening games is the coverage of Bedard, especially going against Crosby. 
Um, I saw a lot, a lot of social media buzz about how much coverage Bedard is getting. And it reminds me a lot of the Taylor Swift stuff going on in the NFL right now, where there's this, like, overexposure to a point where it's like, all right, we get it. We know who he is. That's enough. But I think there's this, like, weird balance between this level of marketing is what's going to shoot it to the moon and this is what we need to be doing and all right this is too much it's annoying um you know this is turning me off to it instead so like i would be curious to hear your guys's take on where do you think they're at with that like do you think they should be pushing him every second they can or do you guys think it's like already too much for the market he's in i don't really think you need to push him that much because it's it's in chicago so it's going to probably happen naturally but for the sake of growing the game like kind of have to like especially in today's day and age like social media is like ridiculous now so you've kind of got to push them to the forefront uh to get the next generation of fans kind of to get their attention to get them going but the whole i mean bedard to me like the skills are but like it, the skill is a skill like he's ridiculous but like every, it's kind of been over the top for me like like you said like i get it i know how, how good he is like you don't have to remind me and that forced interview they had him and crosby do was brutal. Every, oh, it was terrible. Every time that came on my team, it was just like mute. It's like I can tell they both don't want to be there. But yeah. I mean, he's going to be ridiculous. But it's been a little bit over the top for me personally. But for the younger fan, like that's who you do it for. So like you're trying to get their attention. So I get it. So that yeah. interview was like just as bad as the NHL awards when they had that country star son I interviewing the I players. Ne- I can never watch those. It was brutal. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely agreed on the interview. Uh, as far as the pushing it, again, I, I think I'm playing agreements with Andrew. Uh, not for me. I don't need it. I know who the kid is. I know where he's playing. I know how hype he should be. But uh, it was the most watched game besides the most recent Winter Classic, I yeah, think. I now, obviously, this was... Yeah, two. it was two big markets. Pittsburgh usually gets lots of eyes. Chicago, obviously. And then uh, with Bedard being in Chicago, it's going to draw a lot, but... I, I knew when the game was. I was going to watch it uh, a little over the top, but they're going to keep doing it when they get results like that. Yeah. They also, and just as a side, the Angel did, finally did the right thing with staggering the starts yesterday. They had yeah. Tampa start, like, I mean, they started at 5 o'clock local, which was weird, but it was nice having Tampa's game, went into the Pittsburgh game, went into the Vegas game. So I liked that. Yeah, the Tampa game was the appetizer. Uh, Bedard, dinner, and then you probably fell asleep on the east coast or for dessert <laughs> and i watched watched the opening ceremony from vegas which is dessert yeah. and then was like eh, good enough going to bed yeah, yeah. Be- before we get off the topic i you know just want to throw the two cents in on when it comes to nhl marketing at stars i i i think that they absolutely should be pushing him literally every chance they get the only thing is like you guys you know kind of already said we are the target audience. We already know about him. We're very familiar with him. We've watched him every step of the way already so far. We're really not the people that they should be pushing it on every three seconds. What I did like, though, I don't know if you guys saw, um, Connor Bedard was on the Pat McAfee show this week. Um, and then Jack Eichel did an interview on Sunday Night Football because the Raiders were the home team in Vegas this week. I think that is really like that's where cool. like the gold mine is. I think that's what they really need to be focusing on. Like, if you're going to push one thing down, you know, people's throats all the time, like, let it be, like, like cast a wide net, like, put it down, put it out to, like, different people each time, 
instead of the same core NHL fan base every single time. So if it if it means that Bedard is like the one guy who's going to go on every different like Pat McAfee show, Pat McAfee show type, you know, NHL PR thing, cool. Yeah, let it be him every single time. But I don't think he needs to be like repetitively pushed to NHL fans. But I hope they still do. You know, keep I hear you on that. Stuff. I hear you on that. Uh, it should be Jack. They need an American. Jack, uh, Eichel's good for it. Should be should be the Hughes brothers. Uh, the NHL pushes, but hopefully this season when Jack you know wins the heart with 140 point season and the Conn Smythe on the way to the cup, then it, it'll be all about uh, the boys. Yeah, did you see uh, that but, NHL 24 like? Yeah, with Jack like, winning, like 132 that's... points, and then the postseason was like 36 points in 20 games. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That came out after I already predicted those things, so that's <laughs> fine. Of course, they did. You're, you're the hipster for the hot takes now. Yeah, yeah, it's on. It's on tape. We're good. But BP, uh, absolutely fantastic setup with the NHL marketing and superstars. I want to touch on one more thing from recent topics and NHL stuff before uh, we should jump into talking about at least tomorrow's game. If not the back-to-back, because we're probably not recording after tomorrow night. No, at least we'll, I'm we'll, we'll do the no. deep dive of the, the no. Wings game and then just kind of touch on the Coyotes, but we can do that too. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I am one not going to be in, in podcast shape after tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> in the car ride, on the car ride home, we all just call each other. Oh, there we go. It'll be we all could never release that. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, uh, I'm sure uh, most of our listeners know uh, the Pride Tape ban that the NHL put out. Everyone here is going to agree. Dumbest decision in the entire world. It was dumb to ban the theme nights. It could have banned military, but should have at least kept Pride and Cancer and all the other uh, good ones. So good to see Jack's quote. I think he could have been a bit more heavy-handed with it, uh, but a lot of the NHLers are somewhat towing the line and some guys coming straight out saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to use it. And we know players have ordered it and some organizations have bulk ordered uh, pride tape so it seems like we're going to see a lot of guys breaking uh the new rule here uh what are your guys thoughts around that um yeah i i have been posting about it a fair amount um i love that the nhl players are going against the league on this and i think in the past nhl players have towed the line so carefully on pretty much everything like literally anything that they could tow the line on they do they're very, very safe when it comes to media, more so than other leagues. I mean, NFL players and NBA players will come out and say anything that they want to say, and you know they're they're really outspoken about it. And I wish NHL players were more like that sometimes, and they're really just not. So, the amount that they have come out about this is like absolute, like colossal difference from some of the other stuff. So it may not seem like a lot, but having them outwardly go against the league even a little bit at all is really for them relatively a very big deal. So I love that they're doing it. I love that they're taking a stand pretty much uniformly. I don't think that's a word, but um, you know, across the board here. <laughs> um, and I really, really hope they stick to it. it. It would be such a shame if we get a couple quotes of players being slightly against it. And then it kind of fizzles out from there. I really do hope we see players use pride tape and, you know, support what they want to support um, when it comes time to, you know, actually be in warm-ups, you know, when they're taping up their sticks. And I think the only argument that the pushback gave against 
you know, the pride tapes and even the jerseys and stuff was, you know, the freedom of choice and not being forced to do something you don't want to do. And I feel like banning it goes the exact opposite direction. And it, it, it you know, does the same thing. It, it's forceful. It, it makes a decision for the players instead of letting them make their own choices. So it, it's like you have two sides of a coin here that you could flip it and either one sucks. Like, just let the players choose what they want to do because now that they're coming out and saying what they want to do, you know a majority of them really do want to do it and they care enough about it to go against league orders to do it. So I love it. I want to see it continue. I'm happy that they are actually kind of having a spine on something for once. Yeah, I mean, this is this decision to ban, <clears throat> decision to ban everything is also coming from the same league that still has yet to say anything about, I don't know if it's in their hands, about the 2018 Hockey Canada incident like that was supposed to drop like four or five times over the summer we're like oh we're, they're gonna wait till five o'clock on a friday but no there have been a ton of guys coming out saying that like they're gonna use it like scott law and philly like charlie o'connor reported it today I, I don't know what publication he works for but scott law's like yeah no like i'm definitely gonna use it john merrill former devil up in i think he's in minnesota now he yep. said he's gonna use it i think mcdavid said something about it he touched on it i forget what he said zach hyman i know is an advocate for it um, Tyson Berry was disappointed. I mean, it's not just like, it's not like some guys aren't no guys, but like, and Jack even said something today, like you alluded to it earlier. Like it's not like your average, like four or five players, like stars of the game. Like people care about it. Like, Connor McDavid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I said, that, I, I mentioned that a little bit earlier. It's like, yeah, like Connor, like Connor McDavid, like the face of hockey. It's like these guys, like you don't know what going, what's going on in their lives. You don't know if they're still, like if they're in the closet or if they're not like a loved one. It's like, it's it's 2023 like let people like just let them represent what they want to represent like how they want to represent it's like you look insane like you are getting the wrong publication and like the wrong press like you're coming out looking like fools and like like let's call it is you're you're coming out looking like bigots like it's just not it's like not it's not a good look so i'm glad players are standing up for what they believe in and just breaking like breaking the rules or whatever and taking the fine yeah. And yeah. sorry, go for it. No, I, I mean, I don't think there's much else to say on it. NHL, terrible look. Good on uh, the players that have spoken out on it. I mean, thankfully, we don't have anyone that's like, yeah, I don't see the big deal. It's fine being banned. Uh, I don't think, other than the players you can assume have that opinion. Yeah, uh, you know, like ones that refuse that word. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the ones that do speak out are very much like, yeah, no, this is dumb and guys that are going to straight up go against it. So, uh, you know, I just wanted to make sure, uh, you know, it was, it needed to be mentioned as silly as it is. It shouldn't have to be. The NHL basically forces this uh, into the discussion, trying to hide it with all the other news going on. So, um, but yeah, I, I didn't have any further comments on it. Really. I think our opinions are fairly well known. Ready to talk some devil's hockey. Yeah, let's, let's get after it. Go. Okay, so game one of 82, hopefully on a long and successful season. We open tomorrow against the Detroit Red Wings. Um, I have practice lines up. I can just run through those really quickly. Not too much has changed on the devil's end. <clears throat> it's going to be Meyer, uh, Timo, Nico, Mercer, the TBH line. Uh, Hollow is back in practice this morning, so it's going to be Palat, Hall, and Holtz, and on the fourth line, it is going to be Nosik with Mikey and Bastion. Uh, defense also looks the same. Siegenthaler, Dougie, Balmarino, and then Luke is going to slide in with Smith, and it looks like 
for the time being, or at least for the home opener, that Miller will be a healthy scratch. But that's not overly too surprising, though. Kind of no no real surprises there. Maybe Nosek and Lazar, but to me, they're kind of the same. So that's not really that big of a deal for me. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like Miller would get the start just to give him the actual game experience, but maybe home opener, season opener... Smith knows it, just go tried and true, and then ease, give Miller the extra practice time and then get him into it uh, after seeing how the start of the season goes for us. And then um, I know Lazar was switching in and out with... I think it was with Bastion. No, yeah. I know, it might have been Bastion, yeah. I think. Was it Bastion? Yeah, I know, again, I so. if, you know, seeing if Bastion is uh, conditioned, ready after the shortened off season for him. But, uh, yeah, we got the... Hmm? And the TBH line uh, in the top six, the original early uh, off-season uh, Devils fans' predictions for the lines until we all were like, nope, we convinced ourselves Holtz is a top six boy again as we got into training camp. We, we talked ourselves into it. And uh, by the end, it is the same as it always was. Holtz plays with one line all preseason and then is moved off of it for the home opener or season opener. If you thought Lindy Ruff was not going to turn on his line blender <laughs> at this point in the season, you have not been watching you Devil's you Hockey. Yeah. <laughs> the fire Lindy meters already tilting to the left a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was, you know, they extended Lindy today, so it was right about here. And then I saw the lines. It's like here now. <laughs> he's already, he's yeah, already on it. You're either, you're either back on, I just want to chant fire Lindy, or it's uh, Holtz is a bust, good on Lindy, Trade holds. Oh, I saw someone on Twitter today say that because we did the fire Lindy chants last year, if we come out and win the opening game, we should start Lindy's fire chants. I brought that up last season during the winning streak. Okay. Yeah, we should have done it then. The sorry Lindy was a great soundbite. Yeah. So that, that was good. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's pretty hype. If you look at the Red Wings lineup, uh, I know that was posted. Yeah, I have was it, I have that in front of me. I'm to read them off. Uh, yeah, let's let's do it up. Okay. Not gonna make a difference to me. Devils are gonna win anyway. Yeah. I mean, I literally predict us to go eighty-two and zero. Like you, you could read fifteen names right now. I don't McDavid? Care. McDavid. I don't care. It's still a McDavid. six nothing game. Yeah. McDavid. McDavid. Okay, so we got Debrinket, Larkin, Perron, Line One. Line two, Fabry, Comfort, Lucas Raymond. Line three, Spron, Cop, Rasmussen. And then line four is Costin, Blaino, and Christian Fisher. On defense, Wallman and Sider, you kind of saw them become a pretty steady pair for them late last season. Um, Sharat, Petrie, line two. And then Gostas Bear with Mata and Justin Hall was rotating in and out. I know they just signed him to like a fairly lengthy and fairly expensive contract, so... I don't know what's going on there, and then I think it's Billy Huso who is looking like he'll get the the start for the Wings tomorrow. But on paper, it just looks like a lot of mid outside of like six zero Devils. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it literally is like you go position by position, and you just kind of match it up with our depth chart, and it's like our guys better, our guys better, our guys better. Our guys better. Our guys better. Like I think you. I don't know if you mentioned it yesterday or if it was like maybe like in a conversation we've had previously. But it's like our third line could maybe match up with like other team second lines. I think this is a case where like you could probably match Palat, Hall, and Holtz against 
Fabry, Comfort, Raymond, and probably maybe play him even, maybe slightly below average. But like, if you're match like <laughs> Toffoli, Brett, Hughes against that line, like that's line two and line two, like that's not even fair. That's just not even a competition. Yeah. It's cooking. Yeah. Way I see it, it should be a fairly open game. Yeah. And no one that I'm really scared of physically, and no one that I'm really scared of to really shut it down. Cider is fine. I, he's he's good, but I don't think he's quite at that superstar level. He's gonna have to take a like pretty big jump this year to to be that. He had a really good rookie season, struggled at the beginning of last year, but then like I said, he got paired up with Wallman towards the second half and then he, I think they had like maybe like a 58% expected goal share or something higher like that. I mean, like, that's really good. Like, that's what you want to see from him. But like, they still just don't have like a game, like, other than maybe, I guess, Larkin, they don't really have a game breaker. And they still well, they're counting on to bring it for that, that now, right? They're yeah, hoping yeah. he goes back to 40 potential 50 goal scorer guy. Uh, and they're hoping with Larkin they can unlock that. Yeah. Uh, for my fantasy team, I hope so too. <laughs> uh, but, uh, not tomorrow night. Yeah, and then, I mean, Sherrod and Petrie as a second pair, that's just, like, against a team like the Devils with the speed that they have, it's like, that's just begging to be caught on transition, turned around, so you're giving up by man rushes left, right, and center. While I agree, Sherrod also wrecked us in the home opener last year. <laughs> yeah, dude, someone posted that clip in a chat and I was just like dude like what are you doing like I did not I do not need to be reminded of that like that's like the last thing I yeah. wanted to see especially because it's Ben Sherratt <laughs> yeah it was awful I like I don't know if everyone else feels the same way I do about the Detroit Red Wing Red Wings right now um I absolutely want revenge from the home opener last year like I don't like them for that like I feel like we turned it around and everyone kind of just like let it go and it was like this you know funny little oh sorry Lindy let's move on type thing I'm out for blood. Detroit Red Wings, like, we're coming for you. Yeah, I think Lindy's going to have a little vendetta out for them just to get the season off on the right foot. Yeah, I, I will not accept another two think it's a, losses in a row. It's not even going to be a vendetta. The boys are just going to come out and roll. They have, they have been revving up all preseason, undefeated, just itching to get... I, I can promise there's going to be a massive Teemo hit. My dude is going to level somebody. All preseason, you watched him pull up on multiple guys he could have mowed down, and you literally could just watch him kind of like back off a little bit, play stick game. He's going to rock someone's world, Just uh, and I think Ball will too. I think Ball's really looking to come in and establish himself as, yeah, I'm going to skate with the best skaters. I can go down below the red line, uh, line offensively. And I'm also just going to take someone's head off. So what's the, like, betting line, though, on the person Meyer takes out being Huso? <laughs> uh, he might get a reputation if he if he takes out Huso. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I, I don't think he will, and I hope he doesn't. No, but... we got rid of Miles Wood. Yeah, we don't uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore. Yeah. No. I, we, we need someone to carry somewhat of a reputation, though. I'm fine if Timo has this reputation with Shesterkin and just has this, like, mind game with him. Just, and just Igor? Just Igor. I, yeah. I, I'm i not really into, like, being that running... Not even that he runs the goalie, but, like, being that guy to have, like, a reputation of being a goalie, a Neuer, I mean, however you want to put it. Because I really don't think there's that many guys in the league anymore where you're like, 
Yeah, that guy has a beef with all the goalies. You know what he I mean? He just hates goalies. <laughs> that guy. Except, like, Wood maybe a little bit. It sounds like like a like a dog with like an owner, and the owner is just like like holding him back. Like, oh, sorry, he just hates goalies. <laughs> he can't help himself. <laughs> like he sees a goalie, he just goes nuts. <laughs> but I definitely understand the wanting to win the home opener. Uh, I agree because I'm going to be there, and my going to game stats are pretty good, uh, considering I went to a decent amount during that basically ten year void period. So I think that makes the winning percentage more impressive. Did you go to games? Did you go to any games last year? Last year I made uh two games. What was the record? Uh two and a Okay. I went to there. I went to one game last year and it was the record it was gonna be the record setting win against Toronto where we threw chicken fingers and beer. Not we being the fans, not me. Threw stuff on the other I side. saw you. I went uh-huh, with uh-huh. I went sure. with Dan. Dan got his tickets down low, they were sweet. I um there was one season uh I want to say it was 1819 I'm not sure it might have been 1920 um I think it was 1819 where the devils were just absolutely awful terrible and I went to the first 8 games I went to that season I think I ended up going to like 12 13 but the first 8 games I went to the devils were 1 and 7 and the away team scored a hat trick. Like one, a player on the away team scored a hat trick four times. Like so, I saw four away hat tricks and one Devils yep. win. It's uh, a little brutal, friend. That was terrible. It was brutal. Um, um if do what do you want to do? Official predictions. I, think I mean, we're all gonna be in the same boat with the Devils win, but like score predictions for tomorrow. See who gets closest. Sure. Um, and who's going to actually? Let's do this. Who's going to score the first goal of the season? Jasper Bratt. Uh, to Foley. Ooh. I'm going to go with Dougie. He's going to run it back from a couple years ago when he scored 17. I think it was like 17 seconds into his debut. I think Dougie's going to do it again. Yeah. That was the Chicago game. Yeah. That's where, like, oh my God, we're going to be nasty this year. And then the wheels completely fell off. <laughs> Yep. The, stick, the stick toss game. Everyone thought that. Everyone was just like, oh my god, Like the Devils are finally here. here. Like, this is it. They've arrived. The rebuild is over. We're good to go. And, you know, Jack tossed his stick into that crowd, and with that stick went all of our hopes and dreams. And then about three games after that, it was that Rob Schneider gif of like, oh no, we suck again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that game <laughs> against Seattle where he took one to the corner again. We don't want to... Don't need to have that happen again this year, but no. Um, so... I'm on Dougie. Jake's on Toffoli. BP's on, obviously. Brat. To score yeah, the runner up, runner up would be Timo. I just feel like those two are raring to go. Timo, especially mm-hmm. how with the playoffs ended, is going to just absolutely be ripping pucks. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys saw. I think he was first guy on the ice today, out like really early practicing shooting. Yeah. yeah. My man, my man's ready. Yeah, he looks he. Like he's... he... He really took it heavy that the missed net, open net in the Carolina series. I, I, I really think he has a chip on his shoulder this year because he like that really messed him up a little bit. I mean, if you yeah. can get extra motivated Timo Meyer coming off of that, like I mean, like adding more fuel to the fire, it's like it's could be, could be a big year. The best, the best part too with our team is I think there, there's some obvious teams and players that uh, where they're at in their careers, especially uh, they just 
there's no down, right? Like you just know Crosby, you just know McDavid, the super top guys, and then there's like that tier below it where you're almost positive every year. And I think with how many guys are on our team that are just like that top echelon, even if some guy has a slight dip in production, there's no way someone else doesn't pick it up. Yep. The right. Foley, Jack, Brat, Nico, Timo. Between that, there's just no way. There's no, especially with Lindy, who will line shuffle, and the boys are ready for it. Uh, it's not like up in Boston where, like, when the perfection line did hit a slump, uh, which wasn't too often when all three of those guys were like really running for a few years there. But when they were in a slump, they tried to get split up, and it was brutal. Yeah, and, like it, even splitting them up. Yeah, yeah. Including Mercer, who could take another step forward this year. Holtz, hopefully, doing something. Luke. Who knows? Struggled a little bit in the preseason, but he's more than capable of probably putting home like 30, 40, 45 points in his rookie season. So yeah, it should be even if one guy has an off night or like a like a bad stretch, like it's gonna happen. It's an eighty two game season. Like guys are gonna go in slumps, they're gonna get cold, guys are gonna get hot. But when you amass the talent that we have, it's like guys are gonna go cold, guys are gonna go hot, like it'll it'll all work out. I think we're well equipped for Whatever. I mean, even last season, do you guys remember the period of time where Eric Halla not, fish- not finishing his chances was, like, a make-or-break, like, big deal in games? Like, can you imagine this year, like, relying on Eric Halla's finishing being, like, the difference-maker? Like, that w- that after adding, so... like, Meyer and Toffoli and stuff? That whole Halla saga was so ridiculous because he came over, like, I mean, it was warranted because, like, he came over for Zaka and it's like, we just yeah. traded the check Zaka for the finish Zaka. Like, this guy can't do anything. He's on Jack's wing, gain all these chances, not finishing. But, again, when he went under the hood, like, he wasn't, he was not, not doing anything. Like, he was doing, like, little things, especially playing with Jack. He was winning the face-offs. Like, Jake alluded to this on the other show, uh, the show the other day. It's like, he was fishing out pucks, gaining it to Jack, gaining it to pull out, like, opening up space for guys. It's like, he was doing things, but, like, I think, well, I guess just to touch on last season. You can like, get, you can find a player, like, Timo that you bring in yeah. or Toffoli that can do all those little things with the digging out, uh, but will also hopefully actually finish. Yeah, Timo, uh, he's going to probably go through some slumps because he's not like a sniper. He's more of a volume shooter, so like he's going to probably go like, I mean, we, we saw in the first round against the Rangers, he had like, what, like 30 shots, didn't score. Yep. I mean, that's more sort of sample size, but that's just kind of like to bring it to a point. But people will probably hate this comparison, uh, but as far as regular season goes, at least, when you look at a team uh, who is, you know, just con- or two teams even, I can do a better comparison. Uh, that is consistently like guaranteed playoffs, right? In the Atlantic, you have the Leafs and the Lightning, guys that basically have super guaranteed uh, floors with sky high ceilings that were just there for years together. Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman, obviously now they're super old and point kind of towards the tail end here, uh, and then Toronto's got their big four. We have five. Yeah. I would say are equal, if not better, than a lot of those guys. Yeah, I mean, and that's just forwards. I mean, throwing Dougie Hamilton in there. Yeah, and if Luke probably, you know, you're probably talking at least, or at most, two years until he's rock star status, right? You look, you talk about, like, a Jack tra- uh, trajectory to adjust to the league, and couple years and he's going to be putting up numbers that will probably be franchise setting so it's a lot a lot to look forward to i'm excited should be a good one so i guess we can tie bow on the 
wins game, we can touch on the code. Well, well, we did first goal, but we didn't do full. full what was going to be the score? I will say 5-1. Guess who's going to score for the wings? It's going to be Ben Sherrod. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Live breaking news while we're doing this. Ooh. Bedard just toughed his first goal. Oh, look oh, at this really? boy. Yep, Bedard just scored. I was about to say that he's going I was going to say they're not playing tonight, but they are. They're playing in Boston. They are. Yeah, they're in Boston. That's yep. sick. Did Halsey uh, I'm sure uh, Boston fans will have a calm and reasonable reaction to this. Bad um, Assisted by Donato and Hall. Yep. Ooh, so Hall has assists on, I think, did he? I don't think he assisted Nico's, but he assisted Jack's uh, first goal, and I was assisted Bedard's first goal, too. That's that's I, what Hall does. That's what you bring him in for. That's quite literally what they brought him in for. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as far as game prediction goes, uh, I my initial reaction, I'll just go with that, was going to be 4-1 with uh, a DeBrinckit goal for my fantasy team. Everybody wins. Yep, I'm going to go 6-0 Devils. No goals for the Red Wings. Uh, half their team falls down on the ice at least once <laughs> during the game. Huso gets pulled. Um, Brat Hattrick, Jack gets two, and Meyer throws one in there. Um, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Um, I think there might be, uh, this might be a hot take, might be a hot take. I think a Red Wing might retire after the game. I could see at, it. At least one. Like, in the post-game press conference, like, not the next day, like, after the game ends, I think they might realize hockey's just not for them. Jeff Peach like, I see these young whippersnappers whipping the puck around the ice, turning me inside out, I can't do it anymore. You know, I'm going to go, well, no, I'm going to go one step further into the hot take. I think it's going to be a young guy. I think a young Red Wing with his whole career in front of him is just going to be, like, is, is going to play the game tomorrow and be like, you know what? Not for me. I can't do this. Sorry, guys. Alex like, I'm going to go. Back <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go get a job at like a law firm or something. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> like my dad runs it. It's cool. Well, now that my first period prediction of four ones done, I'll say we score another <laughs> five in the second. There it is. Oh my god. Uh, okay, so yeah, you said six nothing. So that would be a six nothing win with VTech shutout. Oh, so it looks like he he is going to get the start tomorrow. Which... Well, I, I think VTech is going to play uh, the first period and then 10 minutes of the second period, and then they're going right. to switch to Schmidt yeah, yeah. Uh, for 10 minutes and then the third period, and then it's going to – so it's going to be a 50-50 shutout. They're both going to get credited with it, though. They actually really liked how that went in the preseason for them. They're like, why don't team always do this? <laughs> this is great. Crush like goalie all the time? Like, what? The Look, I mean – works for the forwards. Why not for the goalies? If you guys have ever worked a half day at your job, you get it. Yeah. It's sick. And they were like, we're doing this 50-50 power play split, so why would we not do it with the goalies? Imagine your boss comes to you at noon of your 9 to 5 and says, you know what? You've done a great job. You can go home. Done. I'd say we'd have some happy campers, in my opinion. I'd be like, why did I drive all this when I work from home? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, no, six nothing. Everybody eats. I, I'm here. I mean, I would not even surprise me. It, I mean, they we're, are we're heavy favorites. According that to the books, ready to go. If you're into that sort of thing, according to the books, we are heavy favorites on opening night and yep. on against Arizona as well. So 
Expecting big yeah. things from opening night. I am going to put a lofty bet on the Red Wings money line. Please so that I'm actually it, glad I'm not going to the uh, Yotes game because I think fans are going to, I think we're going to blow out the Red Wings, right? And I think the Arizona game fans are going to be like, oh, trap game. Arizona. Not, not the, I think the boys are going to be fine, to be honest. I just, I don't think they're going to take anyone lightly. They're just going to go out there and be like, we won how many games in a row last time? We're going for 82. Yeah. But the fans, the fans, I think, are going to be like, oh, we just put a beat down on the Red Wings, who are like, know they have to fight for every point this season to make playoffs. Yeah. And we're going to go against Arizona, who is actually fairly legitimate. They are not awful. They're not as bad as Columbus, am I right? I I remember I planted that flag in the offseason. I said they should be a little bit better than last year, but their defense is still pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, a little bit better is 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 it's a relative term, right? Yeah, I think <laughs> a little bit better. They could still be off. Like seventy three and a half or something like that. But that's I mean, awful. I mean, it is, but it can't really much be be much worse than last year. And San Jose yeah. exists, so now yeah, they're playing yeah. an annoying game. I just I feel like it's gonna be closer. I'll I'll say I'll say the goal differential off a hundred percent. Goal differential is closer in the Anaheim game than Detroit, Arizona. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, that'd yeah. be amazing not seeing as they're not playing Arizona. Anaheim. <laughs> I, the goal differential, I guess, is zero for the Anaheim I was thinking Anaheim of game. two terrible teams from places that start with an A. In the on the West Coast. Yeah. Kind of near each other. Wires crossed. Oh, I just saw the Bedard go on my TV. Nice little wraparound. Even, like, the brownish-tan color scheme. Got the Bruins... Alternate, I don't know if this is, like, a Century, logo, a century jersey or, like, some, like, alternate jersey. But Under it. Like, I think it's their hundred year, Doesn't not hundred. You just got the Bedard goal now. Well, no, I still I, haven't seen the Bedard I have, goal. I'm, I have the uh, the Leafs game on ESPN Plus on my TV. Uh, and it's like the. I was gonna say, like, did you know the Queen died? Or like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you, have you Boston. gotten that news yet? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Ottawa's winning too. So Carolina down early. Um, okay, yeah. Speaking of the Coyotes, we can just touch on them a little bit, and then we can we can get out of here. Um, no, you shouldn't touch a coyote. It's yeah, definitely don't touch very it. dangerous. Definitely don't touch a coyote. So, yeah, like I said, or like I, we mentioned, uh, their forward core is a lot better this year than last year. They did. I like what they, they, they did last this offseason, adding Zucker and Kerfoot to their top six. They added, obviously, Logan Cooley from a couple of drafts ago, who was <clears throat> heavily coveted by a lot of Devils fans, and people were very upset that we did not take him over uh, Simon Nimitz. Yeah. Simon Nimitz. Yeah, I mean, Cooley's going to be fantastic, yeah. uh, but I'm not too concerned, at least with who's around him right now. I think, I don't know if he's line one or line two, but I mean, they're, it's, again, like, it shouldn't be a problem. That was a heavy favorite, as they should be, but I think they'll they'll be a lot more watchable this year than last year, um, but their defense is still really bad. Uh they still have a ton of young guys. I know they picked up uh, Matt Dumba in the offseason. They traded for Sean Dersey. And then goaltending could still be a question mark. I know they're probably going to play Vimelka. And then I think they signed Connor Ingram. It's like a fairly long deal. I think it was like a three-year deal. Um, but yeah, Vimelka, like speaking of goalies from last episode with Hellebuck signing, like maybe that could be someone Fitz- Fitzy looks at as a potential trade deadline acquisition. I think if goaltending goes, there's a bit of a question mark. Real quick, I, I, I hate to uh, interject with this because now I'm just participating in it. 
But did you guys see Bleacher Report has a Connor Bedard ISO cam for this game? Like, you can log into Bleacher Report, and the the camera is just on Connor Bedard, and that's it. I think they do stuff like that with the NBA, with, like, NBA stars. That's... I mean, I haven't seen that even for NBA. That's crazy. I mean, I, I, I just said like a half hour ago, do everything you can to have everyone watch him every second of the day. But I think I'm doubling back on this already. This is insane. It is. It Good is, for the kid. It, uh, yeah. I mean, no our, our kids really like checking out the Connor Bedard ISO cam on Bleacher. Oh, no, no. I meant good for the kid as a uh, Bedard. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, the kid, he's, he looks like a hockey robot, so I don't think he cares too much about that, but it is is—it is cool. No. Um, it's a bit OD, in my opinion. It's just, it's like... It's, it's just like, a lot. It's like, relax. I know, like, I get no. the hype. Yeah, I'll be honest. Everything. If I was, if they had that for Jack, I would absolutely have it up. Oh, so. Ooh, I'd watch absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd watch it. Absolutely. Like, come on. It. Yeah, so, so, so I don't hate like it. Old man yelling at the cloud, aka everyone who's not a Hawks fan. It's like, what are you doing? But the Hawks fans are like, I love this. Yep. Yeah, you yep. know what? I gave my take. I doubled back on it 10 seconds later. I'm doubling back on the double back. It's awesome. <laughs> I hope they keep doing it. I would absolutely watch it. Yep, yep. Uh, I, I swear Jack came into this league with just uh, a bravado about him, and then he got humbled hard in his mind. Yeah. He knew how good he was. We knew how good we, you know, was, and he was gonna be there. But he was like, "I got it." He doesn't just dominate like he basically always has. And he I think he's very careful. He respects the guys that he knows are in that same echelon, and he's not gonna say anything crazy. But I guarantee you if that if that boy puts on a uh, a heart, Con Smythe putting uh, winning season, which is a lock. People sell the house. This is not gambling advice. <laughs> and uh, I think we'll see that cocky Jack in interviews after that point. I think we're starting to see uh, it a little bit more now. We that, are like, now that like we're good. I mean, he kind of alluded to that a little bit. He did a he had an interview with uh, the Thirty Two Thoughts guys like a couple weeks ago, where it's like he's like, yeah, like coming into camp, like it's not like the past years where it's like, oh, like what are we gonna be doing this year? Like he know like there's an expectation in camp now. It's like we have to win. Like we're supposed to be good now so like it's like i think he's i think he's gonna go like ballistic this year like he like they, he knows that we're good so he's gonna go off yeah i'm ready for it uh what is it uh just under 24 hours now right puck drop would happen about 24 hours minus 20 minutes something like that yep 7 30 start tomorrow because we're on espn plus yeah 7 30 uh, start we're gonna have the you know, announcements. So that first puck drop usually doesn't happen until like seven forty-two in this case, probably maybe seven forty. They got to do intros and stuff too. Yeah. So, so ooh, I think so. we'll be into the, the first period. So yeah, I can't wait. I know the boys are raring to go. Yeah, um, uh, I don't have anything else to touch on. Get after did, it. Yeah, we did a pretty good job touching on everything. Um, we, we get to react to games after this. We have, we'll have no previews. And react, I will. Yeah, we have, oh, two, we'll uh, have two games to hot react takes. to on Sunday. Hopefully it's a 2-0 start to the season. Uh, nothing else for me. Uh, guys, next time we talk, we'll be two games into a long 82-game season. Yes. Get after and, it, boys. And there's a long break after the two. It's like four days. Don't play. What is this schedule? I don't think so. I don't think we play again. What? Yeah, Monday. Is it Monday? Am I high? 
against Florida. <laughs> I plan on that being the outro. But now we're gonna, oh, yeah. That's now we're, fine. Now we're going to be going for a couple of minutes. No, I think we play on, I think we have uh, Florida on Monday, which should be a good game. But yeah. Don't we have a, or is it a crazy break right after that one? It might be. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, so it's three days in between Florida and then playing the Islanders. Yeah. So that'll be good, though. We'll have time to digest the two games tomorrow and Friday. And then on Monday. Get we'll the weekend to enjoy the 2-0 start. Smoke the Eastern Conference champs Monday. And then enjoy or have to trudge through the middle of a work week. That's what we're here for. We'll be, we'll be at it. It's going to be a long work week. All right, folks. Thanks for sticking with us. Fully, finally back. Have a good one. Just for Rats, the best play on the NHL.